Sorry, so this year, very, very special halachas. Thank you for joining us. Ah, yeah, beautiful. So, um, this year we have a very unique year, and that is Asur B'Teve Shachal Yois Be'erev Shabbos Kodesh. Um, we have to discuss a little bit about two things. I want to go really into two sugars. Sugar number one is, what are the differences this year, as opposed to every other year? What is, you know... What are the different, are there different halachas? A lot of the oilam are asking, can I do this, can I do this? So we'll try to talk about the differences of a tainus that falls on a Friday, a very unusual occurrence. And then we're going to try to get to some of the halachas of a tainus in general. Okay, because that's also in gear as well, like every single year. So, basically the only tainus tzibur that can fall on a Friday is Asura B'tevi. So we spoke yesterday about falling on Shabbos, which it cannot ever do. But uh, the theoretical idea of if it would, how chomer it is. But uh, really the discussion now is that it falls on a Friday. So the question is, how does it work, by the way? Does anyone ever think about what's pshat? How did it happen that way? Right? Asal Chaim, you with me? Yeah. Listen to the following calculation. So the pshat is like this. Really the pshat is like this. The door needs to be open. And, um, yeah. So the pshat is like this. On a regular, normal year. Um, yeah. Thank you. On a normal, regular day, Marcheshvan has how many days? Twenty-nine. That's a good guess, eh? There's, there's no poem. I right? got the English. So Marcheshvan has twenty-nine, and um, Kislev has thirty. Beautiful. So in such a year, it will come out that a Sorabateves, which is a regular, normal situation, will fall exactly the same day as Rosh Hashanah. Now, since Rosh Hashanah, as we know, cannot fall on Friday, it comes out that a person would think that a Sarabateves also cannot fall out on a Friday. But that is not true. Why is that not true? Because. So listen to this. Our fixed calendar has 14 types of years. Okay, I don't know how many people have ever cheshed this out, but there are 14 types of years um, when it comes to the calendar, seven of them, seven of them are leap years. Seven of, seven of them are regular, normal, common years. Out of these fourteen types of the year, four of them, four of them out of fourteen, result in a Sarabatavis falling on a Friday. Two in a leap year and two in a common year, which basically means not only is it this year, but it's also kind of come out in the year. 2023, just before Trump gets back in. Excellent. And the next one is going to be when? 2025. 2025. Excellent. Wow. Someone's following the calendar, looking ahead. Excellent. That's Gavaldi. That's beautiful. Okay. You're impressed, eh? You're impressed. We brighten the future. Gavaldi. Okay, let's move on. So, that's the Cheshwin. That's how it happened. Now, the Maisa, we're all familiar with the Shochanach and Semen Reishvam Tess. That really, a person is not meant to fast on Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos is not a, person, not a time for fasting, uh, although fasting is a beautiful thing, but not on Erev Shabbos. You're not meant to come into Shabbos fasting, right? You're not meant to walk into Shabbos and Shabbos to arrive and you're in sorrow and pain. And, and it's not how it's meant to be. Um, and uh, even sometimes if a yachid and an individual would 
except upon himself a fast, it shouldn't be often until Shabbos itself. You'll often break the fast before Kabbalah Shabbos, so as not to come into Shabbos. However, obviously, in this situation like this, when it falls on an Arab Shabbos, we have no choice, but obviously we keep the halacha, right? So the basic halachas of a fast day falling on a Wednesday and a Friday makes no nafkamina whatsoever. It's a basic halacha. It doesn't start from the night before. It starts from Malay Sashach, as we'll explain in a moment. The tefillahs are all the regular tefillahs, whether the slichas, avinu markenu, in Shachos at least, obviously on uh, Erev Shabbos, we're not going to be saying Avinu Malkeinu because it's Erev Shabbos by Mincha, but Kriya Torah, obviously, yes, which we will be doing Kriya Torah right before Shabbos by Mincha, so we have to start Mincha on time to make sure we get Kvayachal, prepare that one, okay, because Erev Shabbos we will be laning, but we will not be saying Avinu Malkeinu and obviously not Tachlin like a regular Erev Shabbos. Uh, the Hachonas for Shabbos, so the Hachonot of Shabbos, we're going to talk about in a moment, various halachas that are us on a regular fast, and we'll talk about is there a difference to an Erev Shabbos. And one of the shayas that the Olimah seem to be very, very makbid in is Tayamel, right? When it comes to tasting food. So the Shulchan Aruch in Tov Kuf Samach Zayin brings down the halacha Lemaisa, that it's mutter on any fast, not only a fast that falls on Erev Shabbos, but any tainus, you're actually allowed to taste the food to make sure that it tastes okay, so long as you don't swallow it. Because once you swallow it, then obviously you're eating. So you're tasting it. To, the point is to make sure that there's enough salt in there for Shabbos Kodesh. And therefore, that's the, if you cook on Thursday, obviously you have no problem for that, right? But if you cook on Friday, then you have that. You see, the mice, the poiskim say, halacha lemaisa, that a person really shouldn't do this unless it's mamash tzorich mitzvah. I guess that would be an Erev Shabbos situation. But if it's not for, for a tzorich mitzvah, the poiskim say a person should not be saying on that and should not taste the food. But again, if it's for a tzorich mitzvah, like for example, tasting the shalom to make sure there's enough salt over there and you're going to spit it out afterwards, then that is absolutely mutter. There is no problem with that whatsoever. Now, moving on to a couple of halachas, the end of the fast. When does it end? It obviously ends by nacht. It ends by tzaysa kuychovim, which means when Shabbos is already entered, right? If that's the case, so what a lot of shuls do is they daven marv a few minutes before this man. Normally they would daven after nacht, but here they daven a few minutes before, not too much earlier, because then you have a problem of tarot to the the Gemara Brochus, Machogus, Rabbi Hudun, the about doing, you know, Milcha and Marv in the same time span, then you have problems with that. But what you do is daven a little bit earlier, which is what you do sometimes on a regular tiny. So daven Marv sometimes a little bit earlier than this man, let's say 15 minutes after Shkia, 20 minutes after Shkia, where normally you do 25 to half an hour, because people are waiting, whatever it is. By the way, if you make early Shabbos, which a lot of the Olim were suggesting, it won't help you. Because early Shabbos is beautiful after Tosefer Shabbos. It's You've been you've been moisif on Shabbos, but at the end of the day, it's not Laila. Horaya, if by Sfirah Soimah, we all remember the Shaila. If a person does early Shabbos, which is, by the way, very, very common from Pesach to Shavuos, because it's very, very late sometimes, I guess maybe not in America, but in England for sure, so you make early Shabbos. Early Shabbos is beautiful, you've been Makabal Shabbos, but Lamaisa, it's not Laila. Horaya, you can't do Sfirah Soimah yet, because it's not night. And therefore, even if you do Makabal Shabbos early, it won't help you to break the fast, because the fast is out on Says, and if you can't make Kiddush anyway, and if you do it earlier, make sure you say Krishma again. Krishma said Daraisa, and if you do the uh, too early, you haven't said Krishma at the time. And then if you've got to say it again or repeat it. Now, Shalom Aleichem and Aisha Schail. Obviously, normally we say these things before Kiddush, but uh, I myself this year, I told my kids, don't worry, my daughter was getting nervous, like, well, how's it going to work? We're going to have an extended Aisha's Chayel this week, like Badafka. I said, no, don't worry, we're actually going to do it during the meal. We're going to make Kiddush, we're going to start with Kiddush. I'm not saying you have to do this. 
that you can. Famous Maestro, Bishon Salanta, right? One time did this because he realized that the person who's serving the meal didn't want to, you know, is, is an Amona until she goes home to, you know, help her kids, whatever it is, so she has to stay by the meal. So he said, you know, let's rush these things, even though people like to have a long suda, which is a beautiful thing, but not on somebody else's expense. And therefore, it's very, very nice to sing Eshachal and Shalom Aleichem. You want to bring in the Malachim, that's beautiful, that's wonderful, Gavaldiga, Mailas. But then we're all familiar with Arachim HaKodesh and Parachish Bukhokhoisai, when he brings over there 42 Pshatim, the Parish number five, he says, before you start going on with Midas Chasidis, make sure you keep the Hadin. But anyway, I'll upon him, the Sodavir is that that's why a lot of people do this here, is they will sing the Eshachal and Shalom Aleichem in the meal in order not to. To, you know, make your wife, guests, or in this case, wonderful Bachman, wait for anyone to break the fast any longer than they absolutely have to, because obviously you've got to wait till Kiddush. You can't eat anything or drink anything before Kiddush. So, moving on, that's the halacha of this year, right, which is a little bit unique. So remember these halachas for a few years' time. But I want to move on just for a few minutes to discuss a very, very important halacha about fasting in general, which we discuss every year, and that is as follows. The fast begins by Alois HaShachar, which is um, here in Yerushalayim, it's around 5.20. Berich. That's when it begins. Which means if you're up, you're up. But if you are sleeping and you wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, right? You went to sleep because you want to wake up for Shachar's 8.45, Be'ezus Hashem, and you woke up at 3 in the morning. You think, oh, this is great. 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to go downstairs and make myself, you know, a baguette or a bagel, whatever it is. You have a problem. You're not allowed. Why? Because once you go go to sleep and you didn't intend on waking up, you didn't set an alarm or anything like that, so you've automatically been recovered your fast. Which means tonight, what you need to do is the following. The Shulchan Aruch, the Ramah Paskin, that you go to sleep and you say, I'm not being recovered the fast until it begins. Which means if you do wake up and you want to eat something, you're allowed. There's not a problem. Drinking is the exception, the Ramah says, that if you go to sleep and wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, you're like, ooh, the fast is beginning in an hour, let me cup a couple of glasses of water. That's not a problem even if you did not make the tonight. But I suggest that everyone tonight, before you go Go to sleep, make it tonight, and say I'm not being the couple of the tiniest until until it actually begins in that time. Let's remember what we said yesterday, that the Mishra Brewer says the acre of the tiniest is not the tiniest. It's not the not eating. That's not what it is, right? Famous Meiser, right? Somebody comes to the Biskarov and he said, I'm a choyla. So we know a choyla is potter from fasting. Not that he, that, not that he doesn't have to fast. He's, it's awesome for him to fast, right? If someone, Rahman Lassan and this is very negay in this generation, where people unfortunately are taka sick, there are many people who are not crazy sick, but they're sick enough that if they wouldn't drink and they wouldn't eat, it could affect their system, who knows whatever what it would be especially if they're waiting until Shabbos so therefore it's also to fast so he came to the Rav and he came he said what do I do I'm a Chola so he said the Rav soldiers are absolutely not you're not allowed to fast so okay fine came Mincha and he wanted an Aliyah right he wanted to get an Aliyah and that din is you're only giving an Aliyah to somebody that's fasting so he wanted to get called up so he said, could you call me up? And he said, no you're, you're, you're a Chola right you're, you're not fasting he said that's no, okay I'm, I'm, I'm fasting I, I didn't eat yet so the Biskov told him that's not called fasting that's not called fasting the fact that you didn't eat doesn't mean you actually fasted Right, fasting means, like we said from the Mishra, we explained this yesterday. It's the Yisrael of what the fast represents, is what the Rambam told us in the beginning of yesterday's Shea, that we mentioned the Rambam, that the whole Yisrael is a springboard that brings a person to the right place, which is very, very important. The Kafachaim writes famously that a time said, the Rosh even brings down, the Kafachaim quotes the Rosh also, that a person has to realize, cast anger, that a person can be massacred, a person can be massacred, fillers. Incredible, we spoke about that yesterday, more barichas, and therefore a person has to realize that's a Gavaldic, Gavaldic a t- day for a person to make sure to massacre various things. The Gemara and Brachas, that Vov, we learned that Yomi not that long ago, just about a year ago, Vov on the base, right? Now the Ikkah of the Schar of the Tainis is, that's right, the Staka, right? 
We learned that. And therefore, a person has to realize it's not just, I didn't eat, I was yates of the fast, it was kabaldic, right? No. What did you accomplish? What did you do on that fast? That's what it's all about. Rush says it's a scholar for tefillah. person wants to daven, daven for somebody else, daven for someone that needs things. It's a modic as man. As we mentioned, you know, a person is automatically makabal, except for when it comes to drinking. Now, when it comes to some of the that the owner are asking, number one, Touching food. So the Prima Godim already writes, Mishpah says of Tisimon Tof Reish Yud Base, Sikot Nches. The Prima Godim says over there that really a person should not touch food on a fast day. Shaloy Litzoyrech. Now obviously this year there's a Tzoyrech, right? Because they have to heat up the food, they have to prepare for Shabbos Kodesh, and therefore there's no problem with that whatsoever. Um, the the uh, Mogan Avram also brings down, even though the Elif Lamatar is Machme, when the Mogan Avram holds you allowed to smell food on a tiniest, right? Again, Nagea this year, Erev Shabbos, can I know you want to smell all the Gavaldiga food? that's coming at that is absolutely fine not a problem whatsoever having a haircut or shaving for many people Erev Shabbos that's a very very common shayla what's the din so me'ika hadin you are allowed to have a haircut on a fast day Chacham ben Sina Shaul in the Ole Tzion and the Belzer Diner of Shamei Gros and Sheva Tekahasi and others held that's not the right thing to do but if it falls on an Erev Shabbos everyone will be masking that there is no problem with having a, sh- with having a haircut or shaving whatever you do to prepare for Shabbos Kodesh that will be fine Washing. A lot of people ask the shyly, you have to do a wash on a tinus. So if Yash is up paskin that you are allowed to do washing even on a regular tinus, obviously on an Arab Shabbos you have another problem because you're not meant to do wash on an Arab Shabbos on a regular week, but that's a different shyla. I'll call in one last thing. Number two last things. Number one, music. When it comes to music, so there's Kitsu Shokanarch and Simon Kufchov base in the beginning, Paskins, that every tinus that has a connection to Khurban base and Mikdash, and there's no question that a Sarabis Te base does, you, it's not roy for a person to listen to music. Because, okay, in Achanami the whole year we're Mekel, but at least on the tiniest where we're trying to remember it's not right for a person to listen to music in that case. And obviously, showering, which we know that the Minag is the Halacha Lamaisa, according to Kemal, all the Gedoile Ashkenazi Gedoilim, not to take a hot shower on a tiniest, on an Erev Shabbos, the Kovat Shabbos Kodesh, obviously is going to be Muta. Okay, so that pretty much is the halachas that I wanted to discuss. The Ezra Shem Rabbi say we've still got time, a Sheikh has still come, the Visa Migdash Hashlishi, we're going to see it coming down from Shemaim in just a little bit of time, Be'ezra Hashem, and we won't have a fast, it will be a Gavaldiga Simcha Beyonta Be'ezra Hashem, but just in case there is a fast, think about the fast, take two minutes of your day to contemplate about what the fast represents, what I can accomplish on the fast, and Be'ezra Hashem, the Rabbi Nishon will bring us to Be'ezra Hashem.